very excited about our podcast today. Uh, we're here with Brian Byrne, uh, best known for his work with Canadian rock band I Mother Earth. And he's up to a million and one things. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the best way to say it. I'm confused all the time. <laughs> the 15 Minutes of Fame podcast, your destination to learn from people that are passionate about their business and have amazing stories to tell. Are you ready to elevate your expectations of what you thought was possible? It's time to get inspired. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, we were just talking and I'm looking at all the different things that you're involved in and trying to think of a good place to start. Um, and I think maybe let's start with uh, Easy Exchange. It's a cryptocurrency blockchain company. And I know that a lot of people are very confused about, about cryptocurrency. So maybe just give us a little bit of, a little bit of education on that. When I first heard about it, uh, it was through a friend who was actually a fan of the band. So I got into the cryptocurrency and blockchain space about four years ago. To be completely honest, I didn't understand it either. I just knew that he was really excited about it. People get really scared when they hear disruptive or they hear you know, uh, digital currency or, or blockchain because they don't really understand it. And it's mostly, uh, you know, or has been up to, you know, like say the last year or so, very speculative on, you know, you know, Bitcoin's performing like this, let's buy a bunch of it. Who knows, who knows what it does? I don't know, it doesn't matter, it's going up in price. So that's kind of where everybody got to. Then when the market started to crash, of course, most people just dump and they get rid of it and they go, well, that was a, a fun thing and now I'm out. <clears throat> the problem with it is, is that the education piece was missing from all of the stuff that was going on. It, it, it came on so quickly, it was everywhere. It was on like, you know, Big Bang Theory was talking about it. It was like TV shows and movies and, you know, everybody was talking about Bitcoin, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and so without the education, but all of the hype, you know, it's kind of like a house of cards, right? Uh, no, nobody understands the true value or the technology or how important it is going forward. Uh, so they just go, I'm, I'm out, that's it, I don't care. I don't care what Bitcoin is anymore, now I'm on the pot stocks, you know, right. or whatever. Whatever else is like, you know, in the, in the shoot. The fact remains that it was created um, as a, a ledger that would be transparent, global, borderless, and secure, right? So it's, you know, it's checks and balances that everybody can see, it's public, you can, you, you can see exactly what's going on all the time everywhere. <clears throat> And there are different blockchains, of course, like Bitcoin has its blockchain, Ethereum has its. There's a bunch of really good blockchains out there and they all do different things and they have slightly different tenants, but the idea is, is mostly the same. And the way to think about it without getting confused and bogged down is that <clears throat> right now in our lives, everything is digital and yeah. that won't change. We'll keep moving into more and more and more things being digital. And if anybody thinks that that's not true, then that's kind of silly, right? I mean, we, that's, that's where it's headed. You know, our, our, our kids, you know, I've got the two boys who are four and six that understand, uh, you know, uh, electronics better than I ever would. And of course I did on better than my parents did. And I think that, you know, kids are more, you know, silicone based than carbon based these days, right? So yeah. I, there's a, there's a very interesting thing uh, happening, but blockchain, in its essence, will just help us all in our digital life. Right. Like I say to people, you know, no, when you when you send an email transfer of money or you pay your bills, nobody's physically going down to your safe, unlocking it in the bank, taking out the thousand dollars or the twelve hundred dollars, and going down to Mastercard and paying it off for you. This is all digital money. Yeah. It's just you put this in. 
there's it, it you know it checks it it goes okay yes there's two, two you know two thousand dollars in there and then each time it's used for whatever there's your display and how it was used and whatever so it's exactly the same thing it's just that this is going to be secure transparent borderless and global there's a there's a massive uh, need for it especially with it being transparent and that you can see all these transactions in real time see you know somebody says hey I sent you that two thousand bucks you go oh did you you can go and you can check it's right there oh yeah it hasn't hit my my wallet yet but it's I see it the transactions done right yeah so that that, that to me seems really important and, and obviously you know big uh, corporations um, they they got it right, like you know IBM and Walmart and and and, and some companies like this. Uh, I think HSBC, <clears throat> they're all moving to blockchain, but they're massive. They have bandwidth and they have money, so they did it right. They don't talk about it. They're just developing their corporations and you know plopping it sort of on blockchain to make that experience better for all of the people that that use them, right? And and I think that that's the best way to go. Uh, in you know, people don't need to understand the back end. <clears throat> they don't need to understand like you know we said earlier. I don't think any of us really understand email. I mean, we know we compose it and somehow it, it sends. Yeah, or even a website. I mean, I look at any website and I don't understand all the coding behind it. But yeah. it doesn't really matter to me right. to understand that. You you know that if you go to website whatever that you can load the shopping cart up or you can pay your bill or you can do whatever. All of the things that you need to do, you can do right there. So you don't need to understand the back end and we, none of us do. Um, what we need to know is that it's going to make our life better, more efficient, you know, whatever those things are. We're going to be rewarded for using it somehow, incentivized, and, and that'll be enough for almost any consumer, any active consumer. Yeah, so does Easy Exchange have anything to do with the music industry? They do not, actually. No. Oh, okay. they, uh, I, because, I didn't think so. I just no, wanted to check. <laughs> they're, they're, but there are really the the one thing that I, like I one of the things I really love about this project. First of all, the team is solid. They're really really good people. They're very smart, um, and they have remained completely true to what they are. They didn't you know they didn't let the market you know scare them or anything. They just kept trudging along and going to every event, every conference, speaking about it, making sure people understood what it was. Um, and uh, one of the founders, Russell Chorus, is just a, he's a good, genuine guy that wants, you know, good things. So uh, I just dug it because they were already on top of the education piece and making sure that that's what they're kind of putting out there. Uh, referring to, that brings up a good point, speaking events. So you're going to be doing some some speaking um, with, with me and with Celeb Connect, and I'm super pumped about that. Me too. Um, on a side note. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited, actually, because I can talk forever. Yes, you I can. Know. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> so, so we mentioned you were doing tons of things, and one of those things I would like to talk about is Fix. Can you tell us a little bit about that app? Sure. So Fix Rewards is a, a, a fan loyalty rewards app. And our uh, uh, founder and CEO, my partner in Fix, his name is Jerry Dyfer. Jerry uh, is well, he's an ex-Marine. Um, he, when he uh, came back from uh, his uh, tours, he uh, actually started working for uh, Def Jam uh, uh, Records. Um, and then he uh, is one of the original members for Global Citizen. Um, and uh, we were lucky enough to sort of, you know, just befriend him and start conversation. He was talking about this idea that he had for, uh, you know, a fan loyalty rewards app. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And he just kind of 
ran with it. And the idea is to, <clears throat> you know, keep talking about the digital age and everything sort of shifting and how we experience things and how, you know, we know that like, you know, our kids and nieces and nephews and whatever, they're all on devices all the time. And, you know, it pisses us off because we're of a generation that doesn't quite understand that. But it's just like, you know, my mom and dad didn't understand Motley Crue. It's the same thing. You know, I, yeah. it's, it's, you know, each generation has something that they're not going to be able to grasp, uh, you know, immediately. And it takes some, some struggle to sort, of, to sort of get there. And, you know, uh, while I like to, you know, limit the screen time, it's really important to understand, you know, wanting to, to, to be on it because that's how we interact with each other. So this was a way to sort of, you know, get rid of that old model of like, you know, fan clubs and just stuff where you're not really engaged, you're not really actually connecting with that artist that you love. You're, you're just sort of silently signed up for special, you know, announcements or whatever. Yeah. This is a way to, you know, uh, put the app on your phone. The more you listen to uh, music, the more points you earn. Those points can be redeemed for VIP packages, backstage passes, merchandise, uh, lift rides to and from the show, anything that we could think of that would enhance the experience of the fan through the digital age. And uh, it's, been, it's been really well received. We're, you know, you know we've been uh, number one trending on uh, Google Play and uh, we've you know, been on the charts, you know, up and down in positions, but on the charts consistently since its launch in December. And, I don't know the exact numbers on the, the users, uh, but it's around 100K, maybe uh, just over now. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, it's been, uh, it's, re it's really hard to get an app to, you know, 100,000 people like, oh wow, 100,000. Yeah. Like, man, it's, that's like. That's really good. It's, yeah, it's a big one for us. That's for sure. awesome. You're just an innovative guy, I feel like. That's, that's <clears throat> I, the moral of this podcast. I think the most, <laughs> I think that I, I, yeah, I don't know about that. I think I just talk so much, people are like, how do we get him to stop talking? We'll just give him something to do. And then, you know, so maybe that's it. So we talked about a few, a few new things that you're up to, um, but also you're back into the music scene with a new band, Mara. Love to hear a little bit about that. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't, uh, I really thought, you know, three or so years ago that I was kind of, I was done, I was at the end of it. Um, <clears throat> and I don't, uh, I don't even remember what it was. It's just like a, you know, a bunch of stuff. I just, you know, the industry can be a little, you know, a little slimy and, you know, on your way up, things are very easy on the way down. It can be really difficult depending on how you treat a people on the way up to. Um, and I've said that several times over, you know, my career. Um, I guess, you know, I, I could never be like completely done with it. I think I just needed the right people and the right things to happen to want to do it again. And when Sal Costa, he was the ex-guitar player from My Darkest Days, he reached out. And I know that we tend to throw around the term organic a lot in almost any industry, um, but it really truly was, it was an organic thing where he just reached out, he said, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just, you know, working away on these things. And he said, you know, maybe we could do some writing together. And I was like, that would be great. I'd love to. And then we started talking about, you know, people that we could have involved. And we reached out to uh, uh, Rich Bideau from Finger Eleven, 
um, and he's in, and Dave Benedict, the bass player from Default, and he got on board, and then Jack Irons from Red Hot Chili Peppers, who's one of the founding members, um, <clears throat> he wants to uh, collaborate as well. So just kind of, it, it did come together very naturally and mm. easy, um, and uh, not without work, but just uh, it felt, the energy was right, right, I guess. And so I decided, hey, let's do it till it's not fun to do it. So you've had quite a journey, Brian, you know, from growing up in Cornerbrook to where you're at now. Do you think you, you're, you've arrived at where, where you thought you'd be at this point? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I ever really gave it, you know, any thought. Like, the, the path has been so bizarre where, you know, I started in music, always remained in music, but then did a bunch of things and came back to music. And so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that the ultimate, you know, the ultimate goal is to you know, to be productive and healthy and happy. And I know it sounds really, you know, kind of maybe hippy-dippy and wishy-washy, but that's, I, th I think that's who I've developed into as mm -hmm. a person, as a man. And I think I just want my, my family to be healthy and happy and productive and we all, you know, sort of are, are doing good things in the world. And I think that if I'm not, you know, solidly there, I'm kind of I'm on my way and I hope that my kids see that. So I think for the most part, yeah, made a bunch of stupid mistakes and effed up a bunch of stuff too, but I think that's all part of it. So I think uh, you know, I'm on track for a few more mistakes and a few more good things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's how you learn, is, is making mistakes. Where can people find you? www.fixmusicapp.com. That's where I would push everybody to please go and take a look. You can download it on Google Play and, um, and, and Apple uh, App Store, of course. Um, and that's the one thing I could direct you to right now. And then in the future, of course, uh, the, the, the band stuff. Stay tuned for... Stay tuned for Bonzamara and Fix App and Music Exchange. I don't know, yes. whatever the heck is there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for, for being here today. I'm super excited uh, to start working with you. You too. And, uh, you know, book you for lots of great speaking engagements where you can share your experiences with, with audience and help them with their businesses and their journey. You're a chatty guy. I'm very chatty. Good. It's it's a thing, like obviously it makes sense, but of course I deal with a lot of speakers and they're all very chatty. Right. And when I'm talking to them, <laughs> I'm just on the phone with them forever.